and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, as the pilgrims continue their journey, Monkey sees that a nearby village is being terrorised by swarms of locusts. Led by the power-hungry demon queen Grasshopper, the locusts follow the magic lake Loch Nor as it moves from one place to the next. Everywhere they go, they bring death and destruction. Can the pilgrims stop them? Or will the queen turn everyone into pigs? Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. Me, your host, JP. Hello and welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 18, Land for the Locusts. As always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you've not seen the episode, I would suggest you go and watch it first and then come back and join us. Wow, there's a picture of the Queen in in the little icon here. She's wearing this blue outfit. She's hot. Yep. That seems to be the case with a lot of these baddies. So let's get into it. What's going on here? Locusts? Yes, unfortunately. I used to live 300 leagues from here. It was quite a small country. But prosperous and kind until the locust plagues. You know, the locusts are said to follow a lake. It's called Lake Lopnoor. Yeah, locusts are swarming towards this lake. It's called Lake Lopnoor. And it seems to be a magic lake that moves around on its own volition. It appears and then disappears, etc. A wee bit like the the lakes that were in the Atari VCS game Pitfall. Remember that sometimes when Pitfall Atari was running along, there would be a, a lake and it would disappear and he had to get to the other side before it appeared again. Maybe that's what that's all about. Anyway... The, the pilgrims are walking along. As usual, Sandy's philosophising about something. Monkey feels that there's something wrong, though. But he quickly sees a swarm of locusts attacking a village. And it looks like some of the villagers have been turned into pigs. Which, of course, gets Sandy thinking, Hey, Monkey, where is Pigsy? Pigsy, meanwhile, says he can smell a woman. I don't know if this is true in nature as well, but Pigsy seems to Pigsy seems to be scared of locusts. Is that is that correct in real life? Do pigs do pigs don't like locusts. Yeah, no. could be. Oh, master, you've never seen such a swarm. Million. <laughs> As far as even my eye can see, millions of locusts. Ah! 
And in sure as we see her, the locust queen wonders why this lake keep, continues to keep moving. She tells her general to wage war against it and, and turn anyone who resists into a pig. So that's not going to be good for them. So the pilgrims take shelter in a cave. There's a woman already in there. You've had experience of locusts before. And Pigsy, you know, he's true to form. He's trying to hit her. She's explaining what's going on here. She's saying that the magic lake appeared in their country and then before too long these locusts arrived and then they were turning the villagers into swine. But she's telling Pigsy about this locust queen who's the... She's like the boss of them. She enjoys the suffering her armies cause. She is said to be as beautiful as she is cruel. She's as cruel as she is beautiful. But she's dangerous, you know. She's. It would seem to be that this could be wrong. This could be wrong, but she reckons that this locust queen. Is, she she just enjoys all the suffering. What makes that lake vanish so that our locust people have to keep journeying? Oh no! Prepare for war against any who dare to resist us. We will ruin them all utterly. Any who oppose us shall suffer as pigs for all of their lives. Consider it done. It shall be done as you desire. Also, it would appear that the Locust Queen sort of gains power over people who fall for her. You know, she's got that, that Midas touch because she's hot. And Monkey's thinking... Well, don't tell Pixie! Tripitaka chimes in here and says, Well, unhappy people often use love as a weapon against others to keep from feeling it themselves. Kind of made me think, how does he know? The lake continues to move around, so even the locusts are, are fed up, right? Because they're having to just keep chasing this, this flipping lake, which is appearing and disappearing. The woman continues... The story telling more about the the locust queen, and apparently she's very ambitious. So she's she's not looking for all women short leaps or anything like that. She's she's got to her position through you know basically putting herself up against the locust kings and and, and beating them. She's the boss, and that's it. Tripitaka is sort of suggesting uh, like I didn't like the sound of her. She sounds worse than an animal. Which, that's, that's pretty much out there for Tripitaka. You know, he, he does kind of trip over his words at times, Tripitaka, because he forgets that Monkey and Sandy, they're animals, right? But he sort of forgets that. Oh, Monkey, I'm not being rude about you animals. But animals have not yet evolved into humans. You will be. Thanks for the offer. I think I'll stay as I ask. So there. So there. She's neither, though, is she? She's a demon. You know that when people do that, they, they just say something and they go, oh, I forgot you. I forgot you were divorced. Or, you know, that kind of thing. Well, you know, there's that. So, I'm not happy about it, but he wasn't talking about them. 
you know, not you type of monsters, right? Oh dear. The woman they're speaking to, she says, basically the locust queen is just, she's driven because this lake continues to keep moving. Maybe if we could find out the reason that this lake kept moving, we could maybe find the answer to this. But what is the case is she needs to be stopped because she's turning more and more of the people into horrid pigs. She utterly hates pigs. Like, pigsies just unfortunately woke up at a time to hear this, right? I mean, it's the, it's from his point of view, it's just this blatant racism, right? He's upset about this. So he's he's chucking his toys out the pram. I'm not going to help anymore. Oh, but hang on. The woman's got three daughters. Chin Chin, AI, Lin Lin. And surprise, surprise, they're all pretty. Monkey and Sandy are right up for them. And Pigsy's sort of looking on enviously. But he's still refusing to help. He's not, I've made my position clear. Tripitaka says, right, you help Monkey and Sandy, you help them. And they're happy to be. Pigsy's in that position where he's, he does want to help because he can see how hot those girls are. But he's sort of boxed himself into a corner by saying, I've got nothing to do with you because your your mother is a racist. If only he'd woken up a wee bit later, he wouldn't have been in that position. But there you go, that's the way it is. Now, you know the way it sometimes is when there's women you're trying to impress. That's definitely the case here with AIAI. So when it's suggested that perhaps... Someone should go out and just look around the local area to make sure the coast is clear. Both Monkey and Sandy are super fast at volunteering for that. They want to look good in front of the girls. As you might expect, they've only been out for a very, very short time before they run into... The generals of the Locust Queen. There you go. That's what you would sometimes describe as pride coming before a fall. And they were only doing it to impress the women. Let's hope AI remembers that. Eh? Sandy himself sees the Locust Queen and he's entranced by her. Are you the Locust Queen? So you do find me a little attractive. Well, you're in my power, fish monster. They do actually in this series. They, they have a go at Pigsy all the time, but Sandy's just as bad, right? He's just, he's just a bit more subtle about it. So now Sandy's under her spell. She tries to turn him into a pig. And I must be short of energy. Just a piggish snout. <laughs> Probably, I don't know, like maybe a nose job the writers are trying to get over. Lin Lin, one of the three hot daughters, it turns out, is mute. But she indicates that Monkey and Sandy are in trouble to Pigsy. This is a clearly another theme that is in this episode. Obstinacy. Pigsy's still no interested. Listen, I've made my position clear. Stop bothering me. Denny, I don't care if Monkey and Sandy are in trouble. Like, give me a break, man. (laughs) 
Meanwhile, there's a local carver, a guy called Kim Hong. He's making images of Buddha. Not really clear what his intersection with plot is at this point, but he's captured by the locust queen. That's now, she's got three. She's got him, Monkey and Sandy all tied. The lake is starting to move again. Monkey, meanwhile, is like he's taken with the, with the girl AIAI. Kim Hong wants Monkey and Sandy to help the family. Oh, here we go. Here we go. News Justin. Kim Hong, who's he's captured with Monkey and Sandy, he tells them, can you help us? I would like to help the family of my girlfriend, AIAI. Oh, no. The beautiful little AIAI's already got a boyfriend. Not that she'd look at anyone with a nose like this. <laughs> Sandy is heartbroken because that she's one of the three hot daughters. Yeah, again, she's got a boyfriend. Like, when was that getting when he had mentioned? Has that not happened a few episodes ago? Seems a very, very recurring problem. Anyway, as the lake is moving again, during the confusion, they all manage to escape and return to Tripitaka. AIEI, by the way, notices Sandy's nose when he returns and shocked, so... She's got a wee bit of that pig racism that her mother was displaying earlier, so just shows you, right, she's, she didn't even like peer like that way earlier, but, you know, there you go. And when was this boyfriend ever going to get mentioned? Tripitaka is now praying for Sandy, who now thinks he knows how pigs is feeling, right? <laughs> Monkey, however, is he's having a whale of a time. He thinks this is funny as anything, because now there's two pigsies. There's the real Pigsy and there's Sandy with a pig's nose. So there's a bit of an impasse. AIAI is suggesting that Monkey goes and tries to negotiate with a Locust Queen to try and stop this war. And as you can imagine, he is not keen. He's just escaped from her. He's not going to go straight back, apart from anything else. When they were sent out last time, at least they had the motivation that they were impressing these girls. Whereas if he goes back and tries to negotiate with the Queen now, it doesn't even matter. Because there's, like, this AIAI is spoken for. There's far less motivation. I wonder what Tripitaka might think. Surely he'll back me, eh? Oh no. Both Tripitaka and Sandy think it's a good idea. You've got to be joking. So what happens when that situation arises? Yeah, Tripitaka, the bully, he responds by just chanting the headache sutra. <laughs> so they go to try and rescue this Kim Hong, but the locust queen is she, like she's waiting. Oh, monkey, why did you keep me waiting for you so long? The Locust Queen wants to destroy any images to Buddha because she thinks that is what is causing the lake to move. Like, no chance, right? But that, that's what she thinks. She's, she reveals that this lake, Loch Nor, is supposed to be evil and that's why she's chasing it. Anyway, so Monkey is forced 
to go and fight the Queen and her generals. But unbelievably, as he's fighting with the generals, Tripitaka is still continuing with his bloody headache sutra. He's trying to fight him with one hand tied behind his back. The locust queen tries to turn Monkey into a pig, but she misses him and gets one of her own men. And he's fighting. He's fighting even though this headache sutra is going on. Like, give me a break, Tripitaka. No, 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 no! You're going to be turned into a hog. So, what was the episode about? Well, it's very clear that the absolute topic of the week for this episode is female bosses. So, here we see the queen. She's like the matriarch of this group. And the locusts are all looking up to her. She has to present a very, very strong image to them to maintain control. She's actually, she's using a lot of masculine traits. Now, she's probably got a softer side, right? She, she's very beautiful. That, that is a given. However, this, this masculine energy that she's given out, it's fairly prominent. Now, it did cross my mind that it looks like, from the locusts, her staff, effectively, that it's only guys. Which, that, that, does that make sense if she's the queen? Well, let's not, let's not go there. But if there were other female locusts, I wonder if she's the type that would be, you know, pulling the ladder up to stop, uh, like, a rival. Let's hope not. If she's risen to this position, you'd like to think she would be encouraging other female leaders. Well, let's hope so. But maybe what Monkey is trying to say to us here is, just because a female reaches the top doesn't mean that the culture has changed. Yep. Over at the palace of the, the Lotus Queen, Monkey, Kim Hong and Ai Ai are tied up. And Tripitaka's like basically taking the leadership, right? And listen, yeah, I think it's high time that like we move forward here. But there you go, that's the other thing here. It's the Ides of March. Her soldiers are like, has she become weak? Don't you think she's looking a bit tired? Mm-hmm. That's it. Julius Caesar, right? Sandy does find Monkey, but he says he can't help because he thought Tripodaka jeopardised the negotiations. The Locust Queen herself is now, now it's a wee bit like the Oprah interview. She's kind of coming back and saying, you know, she's worked for everything with her own two hands. Life's not been easy. It's just not her fault. It's, you know, it's like the patriarchy she's been, you know, competing against this whole time. She's only been evil because the system has made her evil. That's, that's what she's saying, basically. And Tripitaka's saying, come on, everyone suffers, right? The guards, meanwhile, though, they, they're getting wind of this. Uh, the, the Lotus Queen is, like, she's not doing it for them anymore. 
So, like, a rebellion's brewing. It, it, you know, it reminded me a wee bit of, like, you know, the grey suits coming to get Thatcher. You know, they were all right behind her up to a point where they thought, hang on, this woman's not going to get us in the next election. And then it's like, nah, we, we, we didn't support you anymore. Right? Just ten years out. And ruthless, stay Ruthless. These underlings are to the Locust Queen. And she can't really blame it because she's been cruel the whole way through too, right? Trying to turn Tripitaka into a pig, but she doesn't have enough power. Like, her power's waning. The general comes in and is about to kill her when Tripitaka says, Hey, stop! Yes. We all suffer neither less nor more than you do. We have faith and can lean on Buddha, who is not in heaven but is in you. You love your people. I'm the reason that I did it all, but I care for the grasshoppers just a little. Oh, more than that, you love. I can see that in you. You look hard, but that's because you've had to be hard, you feel. You've had no security. I'm here to make the offer that we dig a lake that won't move. Then your water assured, Majesty, your locusts will be safe. And eventually the, the pilgrims are ready to go. Chin Chin is told that the Locust Queen will restore all the people who were previously turned into swine, including her father. She says goodbye to Monkey. A says goodbye to Sandy. And he even gets a wee kiss close. Lin Lin, by the way, is no longer mute. And she says goodbye to Pigsy. But there's no kiss close there. And the pilgrims continue their journey. This episode was shown in the UK on the 14th of November 1980, in Japan the 4th of February 1979, and in Australia on the 2nd of June 1981. Whatever dreams we dream become stories. Join us next week for my favourite episode of the series, episode 19, Vampire Master. listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon, no doubt. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com. A couple of communications this week. XJ writes Do you think the Grey Gloves Devil was actually less impacted by his overbearing mother and the lack of a father figure? Yeah, well, that's a good point. I, n- I never thought about that. But yeah, it's like he's. He's getting away from his mum. That's what made me think of Ronnie Corbett and Sorry. But yeah, 
his uh, language grey gloves devil father never came into my mind. You could well be right. We also heard from Dave, who said, I totally disagree. Those hypnotists on stage are accurate. And if you don't believe me, one, two, three, and you're under. What a load of nonsense. But I like the comment. Keep listening. My name's JP. Thanks for listening.